The human male never seems to progress past adolescence. To the Batmobile. Googly moogly. Let's go. Danger. Let's go. I need a horse. Did Bigfoot take her? You wouldn't like me when I'm wrong, wrong, wrong you Yeah. Hello, darling. Welcome to the comic trope. We're in a small room. I've brought up some coffee. Inside the coffee are three lumps of sugar. One is named Amos. Amos looks up to me and says, Please don't eat me. I'm a sugar. And I say, Don't worry, Amos. I'll just let you melt in this very (laughs) hot coffee. And then you won't be alive. So drinking you will be okay. The other sugar you thought would be Dave. But he's not (laughs) there. He's sitting beside me laughing at the death of Amos. The sugar cube. And hey, it's me, Blake. I feel like I get a strange... I'm sort of short-shifted on all of these. Short-changed. Short-changed. I don't know what I was saying. But, uh... I feel like we can track, like, <laughs> Blake's slip into dementia <laughs> on how weird these are getting. So, so the comic trope is a podcast in which I, me, Blake, talk about comics. And since I don't know as much as I'd like to, I bring in people who do know a little bit more than me about comics, like Smiling Dave to the left of me. Say hi, Dave. Smiling Dave to the left of me. Computer to the right. Here I am with Amos. Sugar Cube Amos is also here. Ready to talk soluble about... Soluble Amos. I'm smiling, Dave, and he's soluble Amos. <laughs> ready to talk about comics. Damn it, they know my weakness now. I can be dissolved in water. That's uh, that's like that, uh, Isaac, uh, that Isaac Asimov short story about those sugar people that live next door that are afraid of the rain. That's right. And then they would go to the circus. And yeah, they, and then they come back and they get fucked up by the rain. Mm. I guess you could say they could not stand the rain. Mm, I'll add that. I can't stand the rain. Against my window. (laughs) Or something like that. So this is going to be a pretty normal episode. What are we going to talk about today? (laughs) This is going to be a pretty uh, average, not average. We're going to talk about Kurt Russell's dick. Yeah, we're going to do it. We actually are going to do that because you know that it's going to be true. Yeah. Search deep in your heart for Kurt Russell's dick. Search deep (laughs) in your heart. Um, I can't hardly wait till Guardians of the Galaxy come out so that every episode we no longer speak about like, no. Listen, if we stop speaking about Kurt Russell's dick, there's going to be a boner-shaped hole in your heart. There's no question about that. Oh, man. You know that I'm going to just start cutting it out. <laughs> I'm just going to start boner-shaped hole in your heart. No, I'm just going to start edit the podcast. Like I'm just going to start cutting out all of them. We'll just leave a lot of reviews related to and then I'm and then I'm gonna like the yeah the you guys are gonna start leaving iTunes reviews and said like oh we really like this podcast except it would be much better if they spoke about Kurt Russell's genitalia. What an interesting request. <laughs> we'll take it under consideration, <laughs> sir. I like your ideas or madam. Yeah, or madam. I don't know why the, the madams would listen to this show, but I I would love it if you did. That's all we got. Um, what else are we going to speak about? Well, we'll probably talk a little bit about comic books that I'm looking forward to reading. Uh, we have a larger news segment because we haven't spoke about news. Because everything we've done the past month has been specials. Talking about specials, we will be doing two more in which we're going to speak about. Uh, we're going to do every one of the Star Wars episodes separately. And these guys are going to explain them to me because I don't really. I've watched them a few times, but I'm not a Star Wars guy. And then Sequoia is going to be back on uh, the comic trope towards the end of this month early february and we're going to talk about v for vendetta so that should be fun um but yeah so hey let's do some icebreakers you guys are ready for this
You ready for this? I, I will, I'll take that as a yes. So here's my question. Would you rather be a stormtrooper, a Star Trek red shirt, the Joker's henchman, or a member of AIM? Whew. Well, AIM have the stupidest costumes. Um, the red shirts, by definition, die. Unless we're talking about the motion pictures, in which case the 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 officers wear red shirts. Or yeah, or I mean, I if guess almost any of the uh, non TOS Star Trek. If we're talking about the original series, though, then yes, never a red shirt because they're going to die before the credits. Right. So I don't want to be a red shirt. A stormtrooper. They probably look the coolest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at least with a stormtrooper, generally you know what you're up against. Whereas with Joker's henchman, I mean, he's as likely to kill you as anyone else. It's true. So remember, Bob. I'd uh, you're my number one guy. I think I think I'd go with stormtrooper. I think stormtrooper is a good choice. I think Joker henchman is an obvious bad choice. Right. Right. I was also looking through the DC universe to try to like put in a group. They're just all henchmen. Like, there's not like a, there's not like an aim or they're, well, they're, you know, obviously no stormtrooper. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, like, there's no Bob. And there's no, there's nothing like Hydra and Shield, right? I don't know DC as well. Um, so I don't know. Anyways, Joker henchmen, bad idea. What you got, Dave? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be stormtrooper for sure. Um, uh, I mean, if if you spend a lot of time at the shooting range and you got better, I feel like you'd have a better shot. You'd be like the veteran stormtrooper. You could be TR-8R. The traitor. The guy yeah. from with the... Womp, uh, womp, womp, yeah. womp. That thing's pretty sweet. Womp, He's like the womp, one womp. competent stormtrooper in the entire armada. <laughs> Stormtroopers die a lot, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, all these guys die a lot. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. I'd rather be Darth Vader than any of those. Right, yeah. That's their milieu. I think I might go aim just because I'd be a scientist, so I'd probably be smart. Why do they got to wear those thing, those hazmat things, though? They look no insane. Reason. Well, they might know something you don't. Like, they might know that whatever it is that they're doing on a regular basis could rip open time and space. And so they might be always wearing that because they're always preparing for an eventuality that you blissfully just get to ignore. <laughs> but they look like Lego people. They do they could, like at least they could look a little cooler. <laughs> Lego folks. Lego. Anakin. Folks. Yeah, okay. Well, I thought maybe this maybe this was a very short icebreaker. I should have thought of something that was more difficult. <laughs> All right, so I removed Stormtrooper. Ah. Which would you rather be? Trek Red Shirt, a member of AIM, or a Joker Henchman? Go. An Ewok. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be an Ewok than any of this. <laughs> um, I would go with AIM then, because the Red... I mean, again, the Red Shirt... You're going you to die. You are a Red Shirt because you're going to die. That's yeah. that's what they are. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a mark of death. <laughs> Uh, they wear Joker's red shirts so you can't see them bleed. I just, I don't want to be a criminal, and I don't want to deal with all the unknowns and insecurity of that. And I also certainly don't want to be working for the Joker. Have him throw a knife at you for no reason? Yeah, that would be terrifying. What the fuck, man? So, uh, yeah, got to be an AIM weird Lego person. So though. so what's worse, the, the constant worrying about ripping a hole in the fabric of time and space? I could live or with the that. constant worrying of being, like, stabbed in the eye with, like, a pencil? Right. I'm going to aim. All right. Glad we had this conversation. Or the constant worrying that you'll get selected for a uh, an, a two-planet mission. 
You're gonna be in a planet mission. You're gonna okay. Not not isn't like dose planets os. Uh-huh. Whatever that is. Oh, 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 T-O. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. An away mission. Gotcha, yeah, like, yeah Okay, yeah. so you know that if you, well, I'm an ensign, I have this red shirt right. on. It's, uh, Ensign Varnado, you're going to be, uh, you're going to be going on an away mission. The statistics don't look good on this. Cry, call your family back home, put the a video, a telly video to them. <laughs> Mom, Dad, I'm going on an away mission. That's so exciting, maybe you'll get promoted. No, I need you to understand. I wear a red I, shirt. I wear a red shirt and I'm never coming back. <laughs> But then when you pack, your mom slips you in a blue shirt because she knows. Then you get to be a scientist or wait, a uh, medical officer. Wait a second. On the original series, I think they were both. Because, yeah, Spock is wearing blue. So is McCoy. Yeah. So medical and science for the same organization, I guess. What's engineering? Yellow? They're red. Red. It's not. A, I don't think they really were thinking about it. Yeah. yeah security about- and engineering are red. A command is gold. Yeah. Um, white. Is there a white one? No. That's good because if they did laundry together, white and red, then there would be a pink shirt and you would just look like you'd be at the strip laundry. club. You'd be at the strip You'd club. be a strip club officer. There's gotta be one on those ships. They're enormous. <laughs> no, no. They've gotten past all of that. There's no lust. I think they've gotten further towards that. Strip Wait. clubs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think anyone so in Star Trek, everyone does their job for the betterment of society or whatever. So I don't think strip clubs are really uh, like you, who, who wants to be a stripper listen, for the the pride, the prestige. Well, I, OK, so imagine Firefly where courtesan is a very esteemed profession. Right. Yeah. Right. So there's that. And, you know, expressing oneself sexually, I think, especially in a society where they're more enlightened, especially towards the arts and expression. Right. That should be something that should. I mean, a society that's that advanced is not going to suppress sexuality like ours does today. No, so a stripper but, is an artist. Right. <laughs> and that, but see, it wouldn't be like the strippers we have now. Like there wouldn't be, you know, sure. like it's a, it's a lipstick on the collar versus shit stain on the, the breast pocket. Oh you know what God. I mean? It's, it's a, a lot more class. It's a lip stain on the collar versus lip, a shit stain. stain. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lip stain. <laughs> which is, uh, name of like a corn cover band. I was thinking that sounds like blast. A, <laughs> I was thinking lip stain sounds like a hair metal band. Yeah. <clears throat> Lipstain. They're on tour with Cinderella and Frog Blast. <laughs> Frog Blast. <laughs> All right, let's talk about comic book news. You hear it? First or third? Sometimes <laughs> fourth. You hear it eighth? <laughs> you probably heard it and just listened to. Is it this again. ESPN the Ocho? All right, so there's a lot of news to talk about because we haven't talked about news for a, about a month. What do you guys have to say about that? Donald Trump's the president. No, we don't need to go into that. <laughs> well, he is. Yes, he is. All right, glad we had that. All right, so we found out in a Bendis interview that Miles Morales can remember the universe before Secret Wars, and he's one of the only characters. So that's news. And it actually doesn't make sense if you've been reading the comics because there, there is a time in which. So you guys know about that character Gwenpool that yes. they introduced. It, right. Basically, a character that is from our world that was reading a comic and got sucked in, and now her only power is that she knows about like how comic books work. Anyway, she had a conversation with Miles Morales in which she asked him if he remembers the old universe, and he's like, "Old universe? What? Huh?" So I don't know. So she is a person from. 
the reality that the three of us are sitting in. Correct. Who has been pulled into Earth 616 or whatever, or whatever it is now. Yeah. And uh, not 100% what it's actually called now, though. And so she knows all the things that we would know if we were there. Correct. But she has no superpowers. Also correct. Interesting. I would run and hide. Well, she's omniscient. That's a superpower, right? But she's not all knowing because. Oh, omniscient. I thought you said on a mission. And I'm like, I don't see. She's how on that's a mission a from Gad. Gad. The, I the penguin sent us. Gad put me in this uh, here comic book. I got to make sure the uh, bears know the Cubs uh, win the, uh, the baseball game. <laughs> you know so much about sports, Amos. Yeah. A he series. likes sports and he don't care who knows. There's a series of a sort. So, um, Tatum Channing, Channing Tatum, Channing, Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum is his name. Um, I can't even do it right when you get going, man. It's like, I forget who they are. Potato to Tatum remains in a, in a place to star as Marvel's Cajun mutant thief known as Gambito. He really should be called Cajun mutant thief now. <laughs> <laughs> That's your favorite superhero, Cajun Mutant Thief, of course. <laughs> if uh, if Gambit was in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> universe, that's what he would That's be what called. called. Whoa! Cajun Mutant Thief! <laughs> Radical! Cajun Mutant Thief Man! Cajun Mutant Thief Man! We need more syllables! Cajun Mutant Thief Man! Cajun Mutant Thief! Cajun Mutant Thief! What do you guys think? He's a thief. So he's still... He'll steal your shit? He, he's still going to be in this bad movie. I'm assuming it's bad just because it's Fox, right? But... Or is he... What it is? It I don't is know. Furniture. I mean, I don't think theirs are all bad. They're splotchy. I'll there's, say There's that. sploach. There's some nope. consistency that isn't Sploach is not a word. Please never use the word sploach again. All right. Um, well, uh, so... I, first of all, let's just talk about him as Gambit. Well, that's that's what I was where I was going with it, is I just don't... I mean, it's Magic Mike we're talking about here. Like, he's not exactly who I think of when I think of, like, a grew-up-on-the-streets, you know, uh, waifish street urchin-turned, you know, sly, nimble thief man, right? Like, he just... That's a lot to, to, to take in. Like that's that's the casting thing though. Uh, Hollywood casting sometimes gets very very complex. We need a they... sly nimble thief man, probably <laughs> Caucasian. Yeah, <laughs> that's as deep as it gets. I, I just I don't see him doing that. Not that I I, I could see someone else doing it. Uh, the guy they actually got to do it, although the movie was terrible in the Wolverine Origins film, uh, was actually not bad. The guy that plays the the dude on. What the fuck is the name of that television show? Friday Night Lights. The the guy that played Gambit was the guy that played Friday, the football player from Friday Night Lights, the television series. I can't even remember him in that movie. He's been in other stuff, but that I mean, it's the most notable thing. Nope, can't remember. I don't. I don't. I never watched the show, but I know that's where he was popular from. Amos, are you going to watch this movie or not? Uh, the Gambit one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You'll probably make me, so yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> this is true. All right, I'm moving on. So Disney is reportedly in talks with Carrie Fisher's estate to use the late actress's likeness in the future Star Wars movies. So this brings up the ethical question. I think that it's fine to use the likeness to finish what's already been recorded kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. like round out whatever she's already done. I'm a little bit wary of them 
putting her in the film. Necrocasting? Yeah, necrocasting. That's good. That's a good... Is that what is being used? I just made that up. up. That's really good. Go ahead and, like, TM that or whatever. Yeah, for real. Like, people are like, oh, it's some necro... They're talking about it on... Um, Dead casting. Ugh. Necrocasting? God, that's good. So, here's so here's the thing. Disney has come out and said that they have no plans to digitally recreate her likeness for any mainline Star Wars films. They've said flat out. Now, of course, that could... I mean, they have the right to change their minds at any time on that. But they've said... That at this time they have absolutely no plans to recreate her for any of the films, and they had a meeting uh, with uh, what's his face, uh, Colin Trevorrow, that's doing Episode Nine to discuss their plans because she had already finished filming everything for Episode Eight. So if they, I mean, they might have to if they if they think of a scene they want her in, I suppose in Episode Eight they might do something like that. Yeah, I mean, she needs to handshake someone, <clears throat> high five someone, hug. Yeah. Or like, you know, console her dying evil son. Like, whatever. But just no speaking parts. What do you think, Amos? You got a funny face, Amos. Well, I I don't know. I've I've thought about this some. Uh, I mean, if she's in it at all... And it's like the CG representation that they did with um, Peter Cushing. That's going to be pretty distracting. More so than with Peter Cushing, because most people are like, who's that guy? Um, and he's been dead for a long time. Uh, I would just rather they had somebody else do it. Like a different actress? Just have a different actress do it. In yeah. makeup. Yeah, I mean, look yeah, like. you know, get it. Or should it just totally be recast and, like, no one says anything but the watch? should be a Japanese woman <laughs> who's 95 years old. That's who should play uh, Leia. General Everybody's Leia. like, is no one going to address this? Leia. It's not Leia. <laughs> yeah, let's just see what happens. And then <clears throat> anyone who does address it is accused of racism, of whitewashing. Uh, yeah, right. It's. Do you remember when the Oracle from the first Matrix movie died between one and two, and they replaced her, and then they address it in the second Matrix film? Oh and, yeah, you and, could. And he's I, like, he's like, uh, oh, were you expecting somebody different? Well, you know, I can change my code at will, so I chose this form to approach you now. Yeah. Or like, what was her name? Ah, uh, yeah, she was the Oracle before me. Like they right. like actually address the fact that uh, that wasn't the same. So they actress. do exactly that. And then we find out that all of Star Wars is just inside the main. Oh my god, that would be awful. <laughs> there's, a, there's an actual, there's an actual war. What if you were? What if you were rich enough to destroy things that people love? <laughs> like someone out there who has more money than Disney. Like Apple, the company comes alive and buys. <laughs> Tim Cook says, "You know what? We're going in a different direction. Just buys the rights to Star Wars, does that, and then just sabukus himself, and that's it." Isn't that when you kill yourself? Se- well, seppuku. Seppuku? Seppuku. I almost said Sudoku, so just I felt like I got close there. Just one through nine himself Man. across the face. Just go Sudoku yourself. I <laughs> oh, just did a bunch of math, and now I'm dead. Oh. <laughs> All right, moving on. Crystal math. <laughs> Boo. Mathamphetamines. <laughs> Smiling Dave, he's got jokes. They're all puns, and they're based on math. So, what <laughs> that was true, man. This guy's name is so cool, Sterling K. Brown. Um, Sterling, Sterling. He just got two colors for names. Yeah. <laughs> is, oh yeah, yeah. Well, Sterling Silver is that the color? Silver, <laughs> Silver Mud. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to see Sterling Brown. 
Sterling Brown, fine temptress. <laughs> so he's not satisfied just playing one superhero. He is very interested in being the new Green Lantern. He tweeted it out. He said, dear powers that be, this is Sterling K. Brown tweeting. If you're looking for someone to play Jon Stewart, I humbly submit my name. Namaste. He did end it with namaste. Well, right. Here's the thing. He actually meant he wanted to be in the biopic of Daily Show host Jon Stewart. Yes, <laughs> 100%. So <clears throat> somebody at Comedy Central is, or Jon Stewart's agent, uh, the comedian, of course, is reading this. And he's like, mm, spelled Stewart wrong. Nope. Yeah. Doesn't even have the first idea about what this man's about. So here's the thing. His first mistake is he addressed the Warner Brothers uh, casting executives uh, and uh, Zack Snyder as the powers that be. There's no, do not address them like that. That'd be like addressing uh, me as God. You don't do that because that's, that's silly and ridiculous. When you were single, didn't you have it on your OkCupid? I could be God. I wasn't (laughs) sure. I like to leave things open. I'm actually the uh, the Antichrist, so turns out we were all wrong. So who do you think should uh, play Jon Stewart in the movies? Do you have like a... I don't a, give a shit. I just want them to include him. That's it. So you'd be okay if Silver Browns does it? Silver Browns. <laughs> Silver Brown. Silver Brown. Um... There's no one who comes to mind that I'd be like, oh, man, that'd be great. Uh, I mean, I love John Boyega. Uh, also, who get, I mean, does he like what's kind of a funny. Well, I don't know, not to go down that rabbit hole, but. John Stewart could also be anybody, you know, if. if yep. um, um, Tatting Chainum. Chainum Tatting. Yeah, let's make him Tanning Princess Ch- Leia Chan-dang. could be Asian. Tanning Chainum. Chanding Ding Dan. Jim, okay, I'm having. Let's a hope that he and my favorite actress do a movie together. Who's your favorite actress? Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie, and Channing Tatum. For yeah. some reason, I thought you were going to say Amanda Seyfried. No, don't even know who that is. Mine's Allison Janney. Your dog actually looks kind of like uh, Amanda Seyfried. Is that a like uh, you're complimenting my dog? I have no clue. Who I don't know. I mean, she looks Are weird you? to me. The actress looks weird to me. I'm just not sure. Like, I don't know what you're talking about either. Yeah, I'm not sure what direction we're going here. All right. So in comic book news, um, the next big event in Marvel is the Secret Empire. So I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with um, nope. Captain America at all. Way behind. So anyway, Captain America is a Hydra agent. Which is stupid, kind of. But then he did something that was not stupid and was kind of psychotic, which made me like it, is that somewhere in Civil War II, he's up in space with um, Captain Marvel, and a bunch of those bug creatures come to attack. I forget what they're the called. The brood? Yes, but, but not. So, something like that. And there's, like, way too many of them. So much that the Earth is going to be destroyed. And then Walla, it's not destroyed because of Quas- the new Quasar comes and uses. He- Anyways, Captain America gets really angry. And everyone's like, why are you angry? And he goes on this rant that's basically saying, look, there was this crazy scientist back in the 70s who thought of this idea. And I went ahead and did it where I I want half of the world to be killed so we can cleanse them of their sins and 
We Who said all this? Captain America. Jesus. <laughs> Which is why I kind of want to see where this goes. Because it didn't, it didn't like stay on the path I thought it would stay on, where he is an undercover agent for Hydra and we need to defeat Hydra, blah, blah. Instead, he's gone like all out crazy person. And I kind of want to see where that goes. But it probably won't be good. But, you know, that line right there, it probably won't be good. <laughs> Uh, describes perfectly my general um, melees with with the big two. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. It, it it like encapsulates the fact that I would love to read these because I love these characters, and I've talked about the fact that they can like Marvel continues to change them while DC continues to reset them, <clears throat> and then resetting the books they reset back to their original numbering as well. I think the most interesting thing for me in big two comics right now is the Moon Knight stuff because it almost exists wholly separate from from the rest of the, the stuff. And any of those books that kind of exist that way, Vision, yeah. um, Black Knight, that kind of stuff. Or um like the, the, the rebirth stuff that they're doing with Watchmen. I don't think it's gonna be any good, but it's at least interesting enough for me to kind of at least pay because attention to. Because DC doesn't do stuff that weird usually. Yeah, Marvel's typically. usually the one who does the stupid weird shit and well Yeah. So the Watchmen stuff will be interesting. And you know what? That's next on my uh, list of stuff to talk about. So let's go there. The DC Universe Rebirth one shot is uh, Jeff Johns. Wait a minute. What am I talking about? Yeah. Jeff Johns is going to write it, right? What? The one that was last year? That's right. Sorry. The Rebirth one shot <laughs> was by Jeff Johns. And who announced that he was going to write the Watchmen book? Kirk Cameron. No. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Who's the fucker that Woody Allen? Woody Allen. What if Woody Allen wrote the Watchmen as they return to main or not return, but as they are integrated into mainline DC continuity? <clears throat> it would be. It'd be wacky. It'd be Woody Allen and Kirk Cameron <laughs> together. Oh, my God. Can you even imagine that? My favorite writing duo. It's not up for debate. Evolution isn't real, Woody. <laughs> it's not up for debate. <laughs> it's a great way to convince someone. <laughs> oh, well, I think Jeff Johns, I'm pretty sure Jeff Johns is also watching, or is also watching the, is no, about, he's, yeah, how, how, he is also the writing um, the Watchmen new book that's he, coming out. He will probably watch the Watchmen. That age oh, that answers question. Quest- <laughs> yeah, right. That answer is question. That question is answered. Yeah. I'm going to cut all that out anyways. But anyways, the DC Universe is doing Rebirth with uh, the Watchmen, and looks like Batman and the Flash are going to be the two to figure it all out. Okay. Cool. This could go really poorly, or it could be neat. We'll see. All I know is it could be something I read five years from now. (laughs) Why do you say that? I mean, just, you know, I don't read anything up to date. Well, so... It's this is kind of cool because I think this is this is a neat spin on how Rorschach unravels all of this because Rorschach finds the comedian's smiling button with the blood stain on it in Watchmen. Yeah. And at at the end of Rebirth, Batman and Flash find that button, essentially. And the two of them in April are going to be and I don't know if it's gonna be a team up thing or if they'll be working at opposite ends of it, like unraveling separate threads. But they're going to be both investigating what that button is, which I think leads them to the realization of whatever's happened that's brought the Watchmen into their world. I think they announced the <clears throat> team name of Batman and Flash. Blash? It's Batflash. 
Flatman? Flashman. <laughs> no, just Flatman. Flatman? Flatman. From the Marvel Universe? Batflash. Flish Flash. I was taking a bat flash. Ah, oh, this is going nowhere fast. Which is funny because it's the Flash and he goes everywhere. Whoa! God, I'm so funny, guys. All right. Um, so there was a funny article on um, CBR about Cable's backstory is too ridiculous for Deadpool 2. So they're trying to, like, even it out. Think about that. Think about how ridiculous Cable's. Like, I didn't even think about it until I read the article. And I was like, yeah, Cable's origin story is fucking ridiculous. Well, here's the thing. There are two schools of thought that Rob Liefeld and Jim Lee ruined comics forever in the 1990s. Or that Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld were responsible for creating, not creating, but helping to give birth to Image, which of course became the haven for creator-owned comics. So on one hand, you have the fact that they ruined the big two, right? Or they created, or you're thankful for the fact that they created the owner-based system. It's up to you how you choose to look at that. That doesn't change the fact that Cable is the son from someone in the future. He's he's the grandson of Scott Summers, Scott and Gene Summers. Yeah. Right? Well, isn't he just yeah, the man. son? I thought he was just the son. I don't have a dick about X-Men. I maybe. I, Anyways, I, I he's to related to he's re- related to Cyclops. Yeah. He is Who hates one, everything right now, apparently. He's dead right now, so yeah, he definitely hates everything. <laughs> he, hates, he hates life. Or he wishes, you know, he wishes he could not hate it, but love it. I want more, I want more people to do podcasts about things they don't really know that much about. I just don't read the big two anymore. You, I mean, you read the big two. That's why I said I thought it was his son, but it's either his son or grandson. I mean, what we're splitting hairs. The the point is, is that Rob Liefeld could create some muddied, crazy ass shit. And he did like the backstory of Cable. So anyways, yeah, they're not doing the backstory in the movie. They're just going to try to figure out. Just show up? He's just going to show up from the future. Well, that'd be good if they just were continually questioning him and toying with the idea of revealing his backstory, but then never did. Think about what Deadpool... I mean, he breaks the wall all the time, so he could literally tell us the entire backstory of Cable to the viewer, and then Cable's like, what are you talking about? I'm from New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey <laughs> in 2021. Uh, I would like it if they explained it like the uh, the song from the original Mario Brothers cartoon, where like Cable was just a plumber in New Jersey working on the drain and got sucked to the Mushroom Kingdom and then came back as Cable. Whoa. Maybe not the Mushroom Kingdom. But he, gets, <laughs> he got sucked somewhere. Sound like somebody got sucked to the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah. They were stoned. Yeah. Okay. So Brian Michael Bendis, our favorite BMB, com- the collective. Bambi. Bambi. The Bambi Collective. So B- Bam- Brian Michael Bendis is eight people. Yes. The Brian's the Bendis's. Uh the Brian's Bendis. I, I I will toss this out there for anybody that was interested. Um I looked it up uh, because I felt like it might be important. Uh the Batman and Flash investigative thing. Is being written by Bat- the Batman team of Tom King and Jason Faybook or Faybach or Fabach or whatever. Um, and then Flash writer Joshua Williamson will also be contributing. So it's going to be both Batman and Flash oh, writers okay. Okay. separately. Yeah. But is Jeff Johns doing The Watchmen? Okay. So there was a tweet a while back 
where Jeff Johns just put out a picture of the watch with the blue fucker's face. Dr. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Blue Dr. fucker. Manhattan Saying blue that he's going to be writing comics again this year. So I think, I think we can assume that he's going to be writing a Watchmen book. But I think he just put some pants on Dr. Manhattan. I mean, I get that he doesn't have any need for it, but I have a need for it. It's not about his needs. Look, as long as the pants are see-through, I'm fine with it. Mm, Interesting. As long as the penis is blue, I'm fine with it. Here's the thing, though. What if? What if they did another Watchmen movie, and this time, Dr. Manhattan was played by Kurt Russell? Yeah! You know what I'm saying? You get to see Kurt Russell's dick the whole movie! All right, what if... They change the name of the... They re-release the comic as Kurt Russell's dick by Alan Moore. Whew! That sounds... That sounds like it's doable. That sounds titillating. <laughs> You're both buying me pizza. That's all I got to say. Back to m- I want a pizza of that. <laughs> what are we even talking about now? So Jeff Johns is writing again, and it looks like he will be writing something wherein the the Watchmen characters are incorporated. Correct. That's actually great. Jeff Johns is probably one of the best writers DC has ever had, ever. Um, I love, love his shit. So uh, I'm excited about that. And again, this is like one of those things where every now and again, I can get pretty hype on what the big two is doing uh, because they're doing something that regardless of the greater scheme of things is just an interesting concept. Uh, like when I tried to enjoy Brian Azzarello and Jim Lee's take on Superman in the mid 2000s. Spoiler, it was fucking awful. <laughs> All right, so I'll put, the, I'll put that on my list of things to read. <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis is going to be doing a Defenders book. Surprise, surprise. He's been doing um, a Jessica Jones book, which is really good. There is a Luke Cage book out that is not good. And there's probably a Power Man and Iron Fist book. Yeah, there is. I'm not reading it. Anyways, Brian Michael Bendis, everybody. So... I'm just hoping that one day there's a biopic about his life called Bend It Like Bendis <laughs> or Bendis Like Brian Michael, whatever you want to call it, uh, because the man is just I, I can't imagine having written as much stuff as he's written over the years. Um, I'm interested in this because it specifically is the cast of the Netflix series. Yep. It's specifically that version of the Defenders. Correct. <clears throat> so I'm excited about that. Now, the question is, will Sigourney Weaver be in this book? I'm just hoping Sigourney Weaver plays herself in uh, in the Defenders, like she did in Finding Dory. I'm Sigourney Weaver. She's not Canadian, I don't think. Amos, give us your best Sigourney Weaver. Get away from her, you bitch! That's an actual line. That's yeah, uh, yeah. that's aliens, man. Yeah, you have to say that because Amos has never seen an aliens movie. <laughs> I sure do love Activia. Is she a spokesperson? No, it's Jamie Lee Curtis. It's like I was confused. Oh, okay. I was trying to like, what, what can I possibly say? You were, being, you were being Blake. Because Blake would get them confused. I was trying to make humans, and that's all I came up with. Now I'm imagining Jamie Lee Curtis and aliens yelling at the Queen Alien. I'd be there. Or, or, or. She got a good scream, Jamie Lynn, so she definitely could have done it, Jamie Lee. Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn Siegler is Meadow Soprano from The Sopranos. Beautiful. Um... No, what was I? I was talking about uh, what if they were switched? And Sigourney Weaver did the strip scene in True Lies. Nah. And Jamie Lee Curtis was uh, in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> I want Jamie Lee Curtis 
to be Arnold Schwarzenegger in True Lies <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger to be Jamie Lee Curtis in True Lies. That's what I want. I'm just imagine her riding that horse on that top of that building now. That's a, you do that because that's the best scene in the entire film. The strip scene or the no the horse, the horse scene? in the hotel. No one cares. Like everyone's just like, oh, there's a horse. Well, it jumps off the roof into that swimming pool, and then he just is like, well, all right. Yeah, he just leaves the horse there. <laughs> Good movie. I don't really have any more news to speak about. You guys have anything of note that you want to talk about about the Stirwers or? Oh, uh, so it's rumored. I don't know if it's been confirmed in the last few days or not, but it's rumored that um, Peter Dinklage is joining the cast of uh, Avengers Infinity War Part 1 or whatever. Uatu. That's That's who you think? Mine is Pip. Who's Pip? The Adam Warlock sidekick. Oh, nah. Because that also means that there would have to be Adam Warlock. And seriously, if there's not going to be an Adam Warlock in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm going to be so disappointed. I don't think there is. I think it's being replaced because they thought about putting Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but instead put in a different character. And I don't know who it is. He's he's literally the only person in the Marvel Universe that can defeat Thanos. So for them to not have because he's basically Thanos's equal yeah sort of i mean he's basically like a space jesus i mean he's he's definitely a space jesus and there's no doubt about it. i mean he's just he's a messiah from a, a doomed planet that was resurrected and came back to provide salvation for all why can't peter dinklage be adam warlock why not? I'm, not, I'm not saying he couldn't be at all he's totally gonna be a lot too i mean i went online and everyone thought he was gonna be puck from alpha uh, force. I was like, Alpha that's Flight. so fucked up. Alpha Force. Yeah, that's, Alpha that's, is that what you guys had up in Canada? Alpha Flight. The Canadian superhero team that we have in America is Alpha Flight. But if you read Alpha Flight in Canada, yep. it's called Alpha, Alpha Force. Force. Because story. you guys wouldn't know what the fuck a flight was. Did you know that Bush, <laughs> the band Bush in Canada, was marketed as Bush X in Canada? <laughs> I'm not joking. To make it edgy? <laughs> I don't know. Bush 10. Bush X. B- Bush X. Yeah, I don't know, man. Bush sex, which reminds me of fucking in the bushes, the all instrumental track from <laughs> Oasis, from Oasis' four. fourth album, uh, "Standing on the Shoulder of Giants." Turn up the bass. <laughs> that song's so good. I love that. It's song. in uh, the movie Snatch too, which makes yeah. it even more awesome when when you're figuring everything out during the illegal boxing scene. Hey, you know, now that Brad Pitt is free of Angelina, he's looking much better. At the Golden Globes, he looked like a brand new man. Uh, here's to hoping he gets involved with a comic book movie sometime relatively soon. Isn't he one he of the- could be fucking Adam Warlock, man. I'd he's a cool space Jesus. Um, what if there were two people going after John the- Glenn as Adam Warlock? <laughs> there are two people going after the Adam Warlock and... Though the final two people were Angelina, jo- Angelina, Jolie, <laughs> Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt fighting over this, the this Adam Warlock. This is getting awkward. They were taken to court. The custody of the children, and now it's Adam Warlock. Yep. Custody of a fictional character. <laughs> wait a minute. All their children were fiction? <laughs> all of their children are actors <laughs> playing children. their children. Fictional children sounds like a uh, like a, a a book that is a New York Times bestseller read right. by by housewives everywhere, and then becomes a, a, a full length motion picture directed by Tyler Perry. Fictional children, a Medea joint. Really, it sounds Medea's fictional children. <laughs> if I could do a uh, 
a Tyler Perry I impression. Would, but I can't. I don't even know. He, he just talks like a normal dude. I like the guy. He's really he, tall. He's a yeah. He is. He's a good actor, uh, and a member of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As a matter of fact, well, he's dead. But and Star Trek. Yes. He plays the um, where he's not dead. The the president the head of, of the, head the of Starfleet. The, is it Starfleet or is it the Federation. Academy? Maybe not, he's like the dean Federation. of the Academy. Yeah, I think that's what he is. He presided over um, Kirk's hearing after yeah the Battle of Tanab. Nope. Are you imagining him? Why are you closing He's trying to eyes? think about the Battle of Tanab. I don't know what I'm doing. Battle of Tanab is where Lando Calrissian pulled off his famous maneuver that got him promoted instantly to general as soon as he joined the rebellion. <laughs> Talking about amazing maneuvers, let's move on to our next section called, Is This a Snake? What? That's not what it's called. I'm just trying to think of a good like way to segue. <laughs> but, but then you bring it in, and it's like the next time on Arrested Development where none of that shit ever yeah. happens the next time on Arrested Development. I'm trying to get my girlfriend to watch Arrested Development and really enjoy it because she's, watch it. she's obsessed with Parks and Recreation, which is great. I love that show. But there are other really good sitcoms, too, and she doesn't want to watch anything except Parks and Recreation. Arrested Development, of course, being the best sitcom of all time. Is it called? better than Seinfeld. Is it called Parks and Recreation or is it just called Parks and Rec? It's Parks and Recreation, but yeah, everyone just says Parks and Rec. No one's got time for that reation. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for a reation. Ain't nobody got time for reation. Ain't nobody for, got time for Let's play a game. <laughs> what an ominous game. The most dangerous game. So here's the game. The game is called I Can Do Anything Better Than You. I Can Do Anything Better Than You. So who's smellier? The Blob? Solomon Grundy or Killer Croc? Killer Croc. He lives in the sewer. That's yeah. like no, that's a no that's an instant no-brainer. Why Solomon does, Grundy comes from like the swamps though. But why does the Okay, let's let's break them down one at a time. Why is the bob, blob the bob? Why is the blob smelly? So the blob is very disgusting when he eats and he finds pieces of food like between his fat. Oh, so he's probably got like a waffle up under his breast. Yeah. Listen, that is I, disgusting. My I'm sorry I said it. My girlfriend Kate is obsessed with The Blob? No. Song with, with watching that television show My 600 Pound Life. Putting waffles on her breath. Anyway. There's a show called My 600 Pound Wife. Life. Life? Life. Which I guess, you know, either way. But it's about people who weigh up over 600 pounds and how they, um, you know, cope with that and how they try to take a step in the right direction to, you know, become healthier and to, you know, because I mean, at 600 pounds, you're not going to make it past like 30 in most cases, right? Like it's, it's an impossibility. And so it gets pretty real, but... Uh, we were watching an episode the other night and this girl was like, I can't take a shower cause I don't fit in the tub. So she sits down on her commode and she takes cups of water and pours it over oh, her man, head. That's so sad. And then I she can't. has like a brush and it's like the brush, dis- she has like a, like a toilet brush that she uses and it disappeared under her leg. And I, I, I took Aww. my glasses off and stopped watching. I was like, Kate, you can watch the show by yourself. I just watched a toilet brush disappear into a person's meat. So I can understand that. <laughs> Well, with Blake, it's this compassionate thing. With with David, it's like, I don't want to watch a circus freak no more. <laughs> That's not how I said it. It's sad to me, and I, I couldn't. To me, that almost seems like exploitation. You have to. Yeah, when you're that totally. When is. you're that big, you have to eat fast food because nothing else is affordable enough to be that fat, right? I mean, there's just. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure you can still survive by eating regular people food. 
which fast food is not because it's mostly just poison in boxes. So, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, um, Killer Croc is stinky. Yeah, Sorry. he stinks. We'll, we'll Listen, go with nothing Croc. stinks worse than absolute shit, and that's where he lives. Shit, Watertown. Nothing stinks worse than absolute shit. That's where it's not diluted, oh, really. Oh, that's gonna be on your tombstone. <laughs> yeah. Here, here lies David Fardo. Nothing stinks worse than absolute shit. Got him. It's like absolute zero. It's a it's a physical <laughs> it's a, it's property a, it's a, of the universe. It's a place you we're can be. we're 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 approaching absolute shit. That's the the bog of uh, eternal stench from the yeah, labyrinth. That's right. that's its uh, scientific smell <laughs> rating that it gets. It's absolute shit. We're at Mach nine. <laughs> They've just broken the shit we've, barrier. <laughs> we've just broken absolute shit. Uh, we are idiots. So who could jump higher? <laughs> Mario or the tick? I think the tick. Yeah. I think that's conclusive. Mario doesn't really jump. I mean, he jumps higher than we do. Have you ever read that? Uh, it may have been a Quora article about someone figuring out how Mario would be able to jump as high he's uh, as high as he does and like what sort of planet he lives on and its gravitational pull and its size and all that just from the like number of pixels in the original Super Mario Brothers, or you know what I mean, the one everybody played. Uh, yeah, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, how how high that character jumps like compared to a normal human. It was a hoot to read. It's like when people, super boring. When people figure uh, out. Awesome. I would read that. Like when people figure out how tall Barbie is and what her dimensions right. would be based right. on that. Right. She's like nine point three feet tall or whatever. Yeah. The the I think. Um, I can't remember what the conclusion was. Uh, something about how Mario could not exist. That's all I remember. Hmm. Like how Godzilla couldn't exist. He would right. his bones would break. Yeah, the tick jumps way higher. Yeah, I was going to put Superman. on the tick or Silver Age Superman, or is it Bronze Age Superman that could only jump? Which Superman can only jump? Bro- the, the original. Okay, whack ass Superman. So whack ass Superman or the tick? Well, and then two, Superman that came back, Energy Superman, could only jump. He couldn't fly. I'm pretty sure. It's probably Superman. I feel like Superman can still jump around the planet. Well, him flying is literally just him jumping and pushing off of the Earth super hard so that he stays in the air. That's how that works. Man, so he, that so is, Superman can't hover? Which he has done many times. Yeah, that's how they that's how they explain it, though, is that, like, eventually... And they explain that in the, um, the, the Zack Snyder... I don't know why I'm trying to defend a decision that somebody on the creative <laughs> team of Zack Snyder made... <laughs> But that's how, like, he, he jumps, like, repeatedly until he learns how to stay off the ground from jumping so hard. He doesn't make any fuck. He's not real. He's not real. Who, who fucking cares? Uh, the answer is uh, Tig. Got it. Who- Spoon! <laughs> that freaked me out. I didn't know where it was coming from for a second. It's just in my head. <laughs> is it- who can ballroom dance better? 007. Pick your favorite 007. I understand there are many. No, there's only one. Or Bruce Wayne. I understand there are many. No, there's only one Bruce Wayne. Val Kilmer. <laughs> ballroom. I mean, I've never seen either one do that. But you Isn't have to, ballroom dancing a... Uh, I don't know. I well, never saw look, that. I, I did have maybe. just dancing down, but I didn't want us to get into like the conversation Salsa. of like which one of these well, can like you twerk know, the best. You know, both of them were sent to a cotillion like thing. Because... Is that like where reptiles are from? The yeah. cotillion era. <laughs> <laughs> 
the cotillion super extinction. Yeah. Um, that's when all the millennials stopped was, having manners. It was a very polite extinction. It was. So the, oh, sorry, I have to die now. Do you? Do you? And they're all caught me. Do you legitimately not know what cotillion? I do. Is? Okay, okay. okay so you know what cotillion is? That thing they do in Canada. So mm-hmm. there's, you know that that Bond would have had to have gone through it to blend in with high society. He would have been part of his training, right? To blend in with high society. Uh, you know that Bruce would have done it because he was a member of high society. So both of them are probably pretty good at it. Which one of them? And they're they're both orphans in a way. I don't know anything about James Bond's what backstory. The fuck. I don't know. I mean, I've seen some I mean, of the movies, and it, I mean, I guess it, his his backstory is that he was an orphan, and then okay. the government took him in and, and trained him. That's it. That's like literally it. All right. In recent films, they've kind of fleshed it out with Daniel Craig, but traditionally, he's just an orphan. Okay. Um, my, I, I like James Bond, James Bond better than Bruce Wayne, so that's my answer, and that's the only reason. That's not a good answer. It is a good answer that you like him better, and that's why he can dance better. Well, because I, I see him as a more refined fellow. Yes. Now that, sir, is a good answer. That he is more refined, and he probably does it more often because he has to sneak in the like. Yeah, he's infiltrating high society. And then he's dancing around with them, them people. Whereas, like, Bruce Wayne probably does it begrudgingly. He's like, I've got to go get cry from people. <laughs> it's just, it's, I've got to go cry. Let's <laughs> cry. It's night later. Crime. I can't think about dancing. Hats. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> We were watching Bruce Batman. Wayne and not Batman. We okay. were watching Dark Knight the other night, and my girlfriend kept saying, I'm not wearing hockey pants. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think it's pants. I don't know if there is such a thing as hockey pants. I guess there is, but. We prefer to call them tights. Yeah. Hockey pants. Hockey tights. All right. So 007 seems to be everyone's answer, which is fine. Who can hold their alcohol better? The Flash or Wolverine? Oh, man. So I was. Curious about that one because I don't know that much of like why the Flash is fast. I know that there's the speed force, but I don't really know what that means. So I don't know why he would be able to especially hold his liquor really well. Have you read Kingdom Come? No. <clears throat> so <laughs> I saw that eye roll. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, that was me just like I'm just kidding. beginning my. You should read Kingdom Come. Yeah, I, I, uh, I haven't. You, I just you definitely haven't should. Dave is coin operated, by and the coins are like he's about to drop knowledge. <laughs> I have I have an opportunity to tell you how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> in, blink, let me I think we're all thing. a little bit like that. <laughs> it's true. No, no. I just was going to say in Kingdom Come that uh, at one point Flash becomes so so with. Uh, is it is it Speed Force or Flash Force or whatever? Oh, it is? Speed Force. Speed Force. He becomes such with it, like but a part of it. He gets that, so woke, but he <laughs> he becomes lit, fam. And as a result, he he exists in the spaces between time, and he is everywhere at once. Essentially, at, on a long enough timeline, it takes him completely. So by that logic, I guess you could say that his metabolic process is probably also greatly influenced by it. So he probably can get stinking drunk. It just doesn't last anywhere long enough to have any sort of real effect on him. Um, and I, I think that he probably holds his liquor better because he can process it much faster. And he can control it. I think he's probably more susceptible to like um, scurvy. I was going to say liver disease. Yeah. Uh, cirrhosis than Wolverine would be because Wolverine has the the intense healing factor, which would allow him to drink more on a long span. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, does so. Given Logan's powers, and that you know alcohol is basically a toxin. Like, can he be poisoned? 
No. Okay, so then... Well, so he could be poisoned, but his body's going to fight it, just like he could be stabbed a thousand times, and it would still hurt him, but he would right. heal. So if he drank arsenic, it would not kill him. It, well, it would probably render him unconscious while his body cleansed yeah. his system, and then he would be okay. Okay, so he'd probably get drunk. Hmm. <laughs> like, Wolverine has been thrown into a vat of acid and, like, heals as he is being eaten away. Right, I get that part. I'm thinking of what alcohol is doing internally with as slow as, as alcohol does hit your bloodstream. I think that his, his healing factor probably is faster than that. So I think it's probably a wash. Uh, I think that better than both of them, uh, Groot probably holds his liquor better than anybody or Legolas. Well, there's that, which we've seen. We've seen or alcohol, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last Over Simpson. Yeah. My last question for you guys. Better acrobat, Dick Grayson's Nightwing, or Hawkeye, or Daredevil? Daredevil, probably. I'm saying Daredevil. I didn't even know Hawkeye was an acrobat. Yeah, he comes from the circus. He's circus people. Oh, right. I didn't know that because I read um, those watercolory issues from a year or two ago. Yes. He's circus people. Okay. Uh, Um. So, really, better than Dick Grayson's Nightwing, who is an acrobat. Well, but, I mean... Do... Okay. Dick Grayson has no superpowers, correct? Correct. Uh, Neither does Hawkeye, correct? Correct. Daredevil... Superhero. Yeah, I mean, I know he has, you know, powers the average human does not, but do they help him... Would they help him be a better acrobat? Right. Well, they but clearly they do. increase yeah. his agility. I mean, that's that's they do. not up for argument. I mean, like they certainly do because he... But the question is, who's a better they acrobat? They kind of do indirectly, I think. I mean, he's not going to like... I'm imagining like an acrobat test where they have to do like a high, a tightrope swinging thing. The only thing I could see Daredevil's powers helping with is he's not going to miss something. As easily as someone else. Okay, but what if all of the <laughs> instructions, like, okay, we're giving you the acrobat test, all right? It's all on a phone. Yeah, it's all you on a tablet. You can't read any <laughs> no, of it. No, Daredevil's like, uh, do you have it on newspaper? <laughs> like, I need, I need access to the accessibility settings. <laughs> to be an acrobat, you must first look up at the sky and know that there is no fear. He's like, oh, perfect. I have none of that. <laughs> right. Yeah, there, that's a. Good that's, point too. That's Fearless. the accessibility right, feature. So you on two, iPad, you two by the way. pick um, Daredevil. I I have to believe that Nightwing is the better acrobat, being that he is and has been an acrobat. He's an acrobat. It was never like the most the fucking acrobat. incredible <laughs> fucking acrobat of all time at the Gotham Circus. All right. So here, two yeah. things. Two things. Uh, topically in real life, uh, Ringling Brothers is being shut down. And going really? out of business, yeah. Wow. So those elephants can now be free, um, and tigers and other other animals too. Um, if you're an, if you're an acrobat, I'm sorry that you're going to lose your employment. But there's probably other places to swing from shit. Circus Olay, Circus Olay. Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Circus Olay. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a little known Mexican circus. <laughs> I was thinking of uh... oh crap, what am I thinking Oh, I don't know. But that's good, too. Circus Olay, man. Circus uh, Olay. It's the Mexican circus that comes every year, right? Right, it is. Okay. Uh, and the other thing is is that better than, than any of them is Nightcrawler. He he has feet. He has hands for feet. 
Mm-hmm. And well, he what, comes from the Munich Circus, where he was known as the Incredible Nightcrawler. That's true. But what about okay? What about that really? He's part of the Suicide Squad, that gorilla thing. There's him too. He's got hands for feet. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, gorillas aren't like known for their agility. their ability to get up in the trees and move around and shit. What is his name? What's the shark guy's name? King the, Shark? Yes. Gorilla Grodd? That's it. Pretty sure it's Grodd. Gorilla Grodd is a member of Flash's rogue gallery. Well, I'm glad we had this conversation, guys. That's the game that I have, and that marks the end. <laughs> Brain games are now over. Do you guys remember that? No. From HBO? <laughs> no. There was like a thing, first thing in the morning, like early when you'd be getting ready for school, called on Brain HBO? Games. Yeah, no. on, on HBO. We didn't have HBO. Brain games. When I was a kid, I only watched HBO after midnight. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> we never had a... Red table, Shoe so. Diaries. Silk Stockings. <laughs> <laughs> that was USA, I think, actually. So anyways, yeah, I don't have anything else for today. You guys have anything that you want to tell um, Amos's mom or whoever listens to this? Uh, coincidentally, my mom goes, David, tell me the name of your podcast. I want to listen to it. I said, nope. <laughs> it's called nope. Nope. Uh, I'm going to message her just with the link, not to say hello. Uh, but then if she listens to this, then she'll know I'm an asshole. Damn it. Yeah, don't do that. All right. I won't. She's a nice woman. She's basically a saint. That's not. St. Barnado. Yeah. Well, her last name isn't Varnado. Saint. Saint June is her first name. Saint June. Don't, <laughs> Don't listen, listen to, to the podcast. podcast. It is somewhat lewd and very offensive. <laughs> Remember to delete it from your app and listen to other things like cooking shows, like Radio Lab. <laughs> All right, guys, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, if you ever want to get a hold of me, you can fill out a W-4. No, I don't. I was going <laughs> to go. You somewhere. can work for me. <laughs> Come see me. I'll put you to work. He's J. Jonah Jameson over here. He's going to fucking have you taking freelance photos. I want to remind you guys that we can be found in the Twitterverse at Canadian Blaken, at Count Paper, at Amos at Work. No, that's not a thing anymore. It isn't? You deleted it? I deleted that a long time ago. I have no... You can't find me on social media. You can, but but it has nothing to do. You have so many things that I would want to hear or read. I do? Yeah. You make all of these points. Oh, oh, about like political things. Well, Um, not not just that. What else did I ever talk about on Facebook? Beards. Beards? Maybe. Oh, about the... I know what you're talking about. Um, No, I have a Twitter account and an Instagram account, but they have nothing related to comic books. About coding stuff and other things. Pictures of mountains. Coding. Pictures about about coding. coding. It's about coding and pictures of mountains. So I don't have anything else to say, but thank you guys for listening and remember to read a fucking comic, even if we don't. Love you guys. Bye.